It's Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. Let's talk about the news. From ABC News, police directed to use lethal force in Papua New Guinea as graphic video surfaces online in wake of tribal violence. The Prime Minister of Papua New Guinea has proposed new laws that would allow lifetime imprisonment for people involved in tribal violence, and police in the country have been granted the right to use lethal force to restore law and order following the release of disturbing online videos showing the bodies of three recently killed men being violated in the country's Enga province. The dead men in the video were reportedly mercenaries hired by a rival tribe to conduct raids in the Enga province, and the local police commander has estimated that somewhere between 60 and 70 people have been killed in the past month in fights between 10 local rival tribes, all of which have been involved in acts of violence since last year's national election, which sparked a great deal of unrest and resulted in almost 90,000 people being displaced. The government has asked the police to mobilize more personnel to calm the situation alongside those sterner prison sentences and shoot-to-kill authorizations, but police officials have said they lack proper resources and thus are unable to face off with the well-armed gunmen these tribes sometimes hire to fight on their behalf. From Barons, second Ukraine port ship safely reaches Istanbul. The second civilian cargo ship carrying grain from Ukraine to a port in Istanbul, despite lacking clearance from Russian naval ships in the Black Sea, has successfully reached its destination. The vessel kept to NATO-aligned coasts while defying Russia's blockade of such shipments and its warnings that it may consider any ships traversing the Black Sea without its go-ahead a military target, and that may have helped it avoid the same fate as a Turkish-owned vessel that entered the area last month, which was fired on by the Russian Navy. Ukraine is one of the world's largest grain and seed oil exporters, and its goods are especially vital for poorer nations, which have suffered increased food scarcity since Russia's invasion of Ukraine, which truncated most of these shipments. The involved nations were able to reach a deal to keep shipments flowing for a while, but Russia backed out of the agreement in July, which has made higher-risk shipment options necessary. And from Al Jazeera, hundreds of prisoners stage Bahrain's largest hunger strike. More than 800 prisoners at Bahrain's largest prison have been engaging in a hunger strike since early August, while their families protest on the streets. And Bahraini authorities have met with prisoner advocacy groups to discuss reforms, but nothing concrete has emerged from these talks as of yet. This facility is notorious for housing political prisoners, many of whom are living out life sentences for saying or doing things the Bahraini government doesn't like. And among other complaints, many of these prisoners have reportedly been denied medical treatments and repeatedly beaten by guards, to the point that surgeries are necessary, but not granted. The Bahraini government receives a lot of support from the U.S. government, so protesters have been trying to pressure U.S. officials to help instigate change. But while these officials have indicated they are aware of and concerned about the hunger strikes, there's no indication they have acted on that information or concern. If you're finding some value in one-sentence news, consider leaving a quick review wherever you get your podcasts and or sharing the show with a friend. You can find out more about this show or subscribe to the email version at onesentencenews.com. And you can support this and other related projects like the Let's Know Things and Brain Lenses podcasts at understandery.com.